Day One of the Novena to Our Lady with quotes from John Paul II's encyclical Redemptoris Martyr. When we read that the messenger addresses Mary as full of grace, the gospel context, which mingles revelations and ancient promises, enables us to understand that among all the spiritual blessings in Christ, this is a special blessing. In the mystery of Christ, she is present even before the creation of the world, as the one whom the Father has chosen, as mother of his Son in the Incarnation. And what is more, together with the Father, the Son has chosen her, entrusting her eternally to the Spirit of Holiness. In an entirely special and exceptional way, Mary is united to Christ, and similarly, she is eternally loved in this beloved Son, this Son who is of one being with the Father, in whom is concentrated all the glory of grace. At the same time, she is and remains perfectly open to this gift from above. As the Council teaches, Mary stands out among the poor and humble of the Lord, who confidently await and receive salvation from Him. If the greeting and the name, full of grace, say all this, in the context of the angel's announcement, they refer first of all to the election of Mary as mother of the Son of God. But at the same time, the fullness of grace indicates all the supernatural munificence from which Mary benefits by being chosen and destined to be the mother of Christ. If this election is fundamental, for the accomplishment of God's salvific designs for humanity, and if the eternal choice in Christ and the vocation to the dignity of adopted children is the destiny of everyone, then the election of Mary is wholly exceptional and unique. Hence also the singularity and uniqueness of her place in the mystery of Christ. The Divine Messenger says to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favour with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High. And when the Virgin, disturbed by that extraordinary greeting, asks, How shall this be, since I have no husband? She receives from the angel the confirmation and explanation of the preceding words. Gabriel says to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. The Annunciation, therefore, is the revelation of the mystery of the Incarnation at the very beginning of its fulfillment on earth. God's salvific giving of himself and his life, in some way to all creation, but directly to man, reaches one of its high points in the mystery of the Incarnation. This is indeed a high point among all the gifts of grace conferred in the history of man and of the universe. Mary is full of grace because it is precisely in her that the Incarnation of the Word, the hypostatic union of the Son of God with human nature, is accomplished and fulfilled. As the Council says, Mary is the mother of the Son of God. 
As a result, she is also the favorite daughter of the Father and the temple of the Holy Spirit. Because of this gift of sublime grace, she far surpasses all other creatures, both in heaven and on earth. The letter to the Ephesians, speaking of the glory of grace that God the Father has bestowed on us in his beloved Son, adds, In him we have redemption through his blood. According to the belief formulated in solemn documents of the Church, this glory of grace is manifested in the Mother of God through the fact that she has been redeemed in a more sublime manner. By virtue of the richness of the grace of the beloved Son, by reason of the redemptive merits of him who willed to become her son, Mary was preserved from the inheritance of original sin. In this way, from the first moment of her conception, which is to say of her existence, she belonged to Christ, sharing in the salvific and sanctifying grace, and in that love which has its beginning in the Beloved, the Son of the Eternal Father who through the Incarnation became her own Son. Consequently, through the power of the Holy Spirit in the order of grace, which is a participation in the divine nature, Mary receives life from Him in whom she herself, in the order of earthly generation, gave life as a mother. The liturgy does not hesitate to call her Mother of her Creator and to hail her with the words which Dante Alighieri places on the lips of St. Bernard, Daughter of your Son. And since Mary receives this new life with a fullness corresponding to the Son's love for the Mother, and thus corresponding to the dignity of the Divine Motherhood, the angel at the Annunciation calls her full of grace. In the salvific design of the Most Holy Trinity, the mystery of the Incarnation constitutes the superabundant fulfilment of the promise made by God to man after original sin. After that first sin, whose effects oppress the whole earthly history of man. And so, there comes into the world a son, the seed of the woman, who will crush the evil of sin in its very origins. He will crush the head of the serpent. As we see from the words of the Proto-Gospel, the victory of the woman's son will not take place without a hard struggle, a struggle that is to extend through the whole of human history. The enmity, foretold at the beginning, is confirmed in the Apocalypse, the book of the final events of the Church and the world, in which there occurs the sign of the woman, this time clothed with the sun. Mary, Mother of the Incarnate Word, is placed at the very centre of that enmity, that struggle which accompanies the history of humanity on earth and the history of salvation itself. In this central place, she who belongs to the weak and poor of the Lord bears in herself, like no other member of the human race, that glory of grace which the Father has bestowed on us in his beloved Son. And this grace determines the extraordinary grace and beauty of her whole being. Mary thus remains before God and also before the whole of humanity as the unchangeable and inviolable sign of God's election, 
spoken of in Paul's letter. In Christ, he chose us before the foundation of the world. He destined us to be his sons. This election is more powerful than any experience of evil and sin, than all that enmity which marks the history of man. In this history, Mary remains a sign of sure hope. Consecration to Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Most lovable and adorable Jesus, who suffered your passion to save us, I adore your ever-glorified heart. You who willed, though being God, to submit in all things to Mary, your Holy Mother. In spite of my littleness and my poor love, I desire to respond to the immense love of your Sacred Heart, so as to unite myself ever more closely with you. I turn to this incomparable mother, whom you have given to me. I consecrate myself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, so as better to belong to you. I greet you, O Mary, Immaculate Virgin, Queen of Heaven and Earth, sure refuge of the sinner I am. Hail Mary, beloved daughter of the Father, mother of the Son faithful spouse of the Holy Spirit. Secure in your hands, I renew my baptismal promises, and through you, I give myself entirely to Jesus Christ, my King, my Saviour, and my God. I choose you today with joy, as my Mother and my Queen, and I entrust to you my life and my soul. I want to love you, and to make you loved to serve you and to receive from you every grace, so that you can make me worthy of Jesus. Incomparable Mother, to this end give me the grace to be amongst those whom you teach, lead and protect. To be worthy of these privileges, I promise to go to confession regularly, to receive Jesus in the Eucharist, to observe the commandments of God, to pray every day and to recite the rosary, to be a source of unity through a great love for the Pope, the bishops and the priests, and through fidelity to the faith. Help me to flee from sin, protect me from selfishness, lies, impurities and all harm. Make me so perfect an imitator of Christ that I can, through your intercession and your example, come to resemble him in all things. And since I belong to you, O my mother, keep me and defend me, now and at the hour of my death. Amen. <laughs>